Should you start your flock with registered sheep? I'm gonna give you number one, the answer I received when I asked this question three years ago. Number two, I'm gonna tell you why I do not recommend beginners start their flock with registered sheep. And then number three, I'm gonna be pragmatic and talk to you about why I do now have registered sheep in my flock, even though I do for the most part just run commercial stock. Make sure you guys stick around to the end of this video because I'm actually gonna be answering one of your questions from the comments. And then number two, I really wanna invite you to go to shepherdess.com. That is the resource hub that I have been working over the past several months to really create for you as a beginner sheep farmer. If you're in your first one to three years of sheep farming, I have there everything I wish I would have had as a beginner sheep farmer, including my top resource, which is an ebook I authored, 13 Things You Need, to get started with sheep. But I'm gonna start off today by giving just a simple definition of terms. When you shop for sheep, you're gonna hear registered sheep and you're gonna hear commercial sheep. Registered sheep are sheep with papers. In the Dorper world, they're gonna be papers that basically trace its lineage on both the mom's side and the dad's side back to South Africa, where the breed originated. The registered sheep will be bred by an owner with a membership at the American Dorper Sheep Breeders Society, and the certification on that specific animal will be issued by the society. Registered sheep are, to be honest, often raised for the show ring, whether they're children showing them for 4-H or FFA, or they're adults showing them at a breed specialized show. Commercial animals are animals without paper. They can still be purebred, they're often still excellent quality, but they don't have that paper trail. Commercial sheep are almost exclusively raised for the food supply chain. Commercial breeders will be ones that sell their stock to other farms with the same goal in mind of producing a meat product and not necessarily for the show ring. When I first jumped into farming three years ago, I had a really experienced cattleman come over and answer all of my questions. And one of the first that I asked him was, I wanna raise animals for meat. Should I buy a registered animal? And at that point he shook his head and he says, you can't eat papers. And that really stuck with me. And that's basically the long and short of it. If you are exclusively a meat producing operation, papers are of little or no value to you, unless they can really guarantee you an animal of superior meat producing quality. As a beginner, there are two really specific reasons that I recommend you do not start with registered sheep. Number one is that registered sheep can be a money trap unless you know what you're looking for. Nine times out of 10, a registered sheep will cost more than a commercial sheep, but they're not always better. Number two is that as a beginner, you are more than likely going to face some losses. If you're like me, if you're like nine out of 10 other beginners out there and it feels a lot better, to lose a sheep that only cost a couple hundred dollars versus losing a sheep that may have cost you $1,000, $2,000. I would buy a good quality commercial sheep, get to know the ropes as a sheep farmer, and then consider adding registered sheep to your portfolio. There are three things if you do decide to go for registered sheep that you need to watch out for as a beginner. Number one, as I have already stated, most registered sheep are bred for the show ring, which the show ring basically just looks for a pretty face and a body type that is going to satisfy the judges. And ironically, that body type is not entirely productive when it comes to reproducing. A lot of the show ring registered sheep rely on year-round grain inputs to maintain that pristine body condition that you're looking at. And so if you're buying from a grain-based registered operation, it's really a gamble as to whether that sheep is gonna transfer from that system to your pasture-based system, be able to maintain condition and be able to raise her lambs on pasture. Number three is that registered operations sometimes do not cull like they should. And this is just 
To be honest, it makes sense. And I want to be fair here and say this is not everyone, but to be honest, when you're looking at a $1,500 animal with hoof problems, with mastitis, it's more of a temptation to treat that $1,500 animal, get it past its problem, and keep it in your system rather than culling it, sending it to freezer camp, like you might be more willing to do with a $300 animal. So let's talk about the pros of raising a registered sheep. The pros are money. Registered sheep are bringing about two to three times more in the Dorper world than commercial sheep. Why did I add registered sheep to my primarily commercial flock? The answer is money. I have a lot of marketing demand in place with my website, shepherdist.com for the breeding stock. And I was running the numbers and I said to myself, if I could add 10% registered stock to my existing commercial flock, I could really boost my gross revenues on farm. It panned out pretty well. I added registered stock in 2021, sold registered stock in 2022. My commercial rams were going for around $350 a piece, and I was able to sell my registered rams for around $1,000 each. Now, all of that said, I am still running primarily commercial sheep. I'm in the meat sheep business and not necessarily the show sheep business, but that doesn't really stop me from using the advantages of the latter to boost gross revenues on my farm, and that's exactly what I'm doing. I also wanna be really careful here and say that there are a lot of really good quality registered pasture-based sheep farming operations. But I wanna make sure to tell you to get to know the operation and don't just rely on the papers. Do your research and know what a good animal is before you buy any animal at all. Gonna run straight over to one of your questions to answer this week. And please keep leaving your questions, guys. I love them and I'm going to try and answer more of them in the videos like this. But this one is from Jimmy Don and he says, thank you for what you are doing. I am wondering what you feed your sheep besides grass and a little hay in the winter. I understand minerals, but are you raising totally on grass and no creep feed for the lambs? The answer to that is yes, I'm raising totally on grass. The lambs last year, I weaned them off of their moms straight onto an alfalfa hay and they did really well. All my sheep need is pasture and quality hay so long as there is plenty of it. And I have to add this caveat for this year and that is we had the worst drought in about 100 years. It was the second worst if I'm technical about it. There was a shortage of hay and there was a shortage of grass. The quality square bales that I typically buy to overwinter my sheep, which I think it's just a really clean Bermuda or coastal hay, not entirely sure what the mix is. I just went with a really good referral on that being the best quality hay in the area, and it was. Well, I ran short on that. Did not have enough to stretch it through the winter. So once that hay was gone, I began supplementing the sheep with one pound of grain. It was a crushed barley per day alongside a cow quality hay, which the cow quality hay was basically just what I could find. And it was a mixed hay pasture, some weeds, um, but they were able to eat that alongside the grain and did really well to make it through the rest of the year. As far as creep feeding the lambs, no. Grass, mom's milk only. When it comes to feed supplement, it's really breed specific. Dorpers are known for being really, really thrifty on pasture. So if you would not mind, please, in the comments below, if you're raising sheep, list the breed and list what you are supplementing with. I think it's gonna help a lot of people as this is a question that I get a lot. 